0: Hello, this is History Storytime with Sophie, age 7, that's me. And Ellie, age 5, that's me. And our daddy, that's me. We like hearing about battles, dropping off heads and kings and queens. I add in the funny bits. I add in the disgusting bits. And we tell a new story every week. So don't forget to subscribe. In our last episode, we talked about how 800 years ago, Scotland had a problem. You got a problem? Her king was dead. The Scottish nobles had asked England's Edward I to choose a new king. Pick a winner! I said in the last episode that was a bad idea, and it still is. But he only agreed if the Scottish nobles promised to be loyal to him. Edward chose a king. Then asked the Scots to join him in a war against France. They didn't want to do that. So Edward invaded Scotland. He told the Scottish King that he wasn't king anymore. You're fired! And put him in prison. Then he made all the Scottish nobles swear loyalty to him. Scotland was kingless and had been conquered by Edward and England. But lots of Scots were unhappy. In 1297, small revolts against the English started all over Scotland. One of the rebels was called William Wallace. What
1: a fox! There are lots of stories about William Wallace. We don't know which are true. Lots were written in a book about a hundred years later by a man called Blind Harry.
0: Stop the presses! It's the most popular book in Scotland after the Bible. But we will just do our best.
1: An Englishman was in charge of Lanark in Scotland. He was the High Sheriff. William Wallace got into an argument in Lanark and escaped with the help of a woman, possibly his wife.
0: (laughs) Fabulous!
1: Because another story also tells us that the High Sheriff killed William Wallace's wife.
0: Whatever happened made William Wallace furious. He returned to Lanark, killing the English soldiers, and came face to face with the High Sheriff. William Wallace hacked him to pieces. (laughs) If you kill the King's High Sheriff, there's going to be trouble.
1: Wallace hid in the forests. More Scots joined him. They attacked other English soldiers and cleared the countryside in the south of Scotland of all the English.
0: But he was not the only Scot rebelling. Andrew de Murray. Hi there. Helped clear the countryside in the north of Scotland of English soldiers. But England's invincible knights had not yet fought. Edward was in England, but his commander in Scotland decided enough was enough. The English sent their knights out to crush the Scots. William Wallace and Andrew de Murray Scots met at Stirling. Stirling had a bridge which crossed the River Forth. This river divides North Scotland from South Scotland. If the English wanted to reconquer North Scotland, they had to cross the bridge. The English were not scared. Everyone knew that foot soldiers got crushed by knights. There were other Scottish nobles at the battlefield, but they refused to join either side. They wanted to wait and see who would win first. Come on! The English sent priests to ask William Wallace to surrender. William Wallace said, Tell your commander that we are not here to make peace, but to do battle, to defend ourselves and free our kingdom. Let them come, and we shall prove this in their very beards. Furious, the English knights, crossed the narrow bridge two by two. On the other side of the bridge was a raised path And just off the path was thick mud. The Scots waited until half the English knights were across. Then the Scots attacked. First they attacked the bridge so more English could not come across. (laughs) Then they pushed the English knights who had already crossed the bridge off the path. Oh boy. The English horses got stuck in the mud. Thousands of English were killed. Ah! The English on the south side fled. Help! Now they knew who had won. The watching Scottish nobles attacked the English as they fled. The English ran back to England. Scotland was now free. Hooray!
1: The Scottish nobles made William Wallace guardian of Scotland to look after Scotland until they had a king again. Then the Scottish nobles realised that William Wallace wasn't even a knight. So they knighted him, Sir William Wallace.
0: But Edward wasn't finished. He invaded Scotland the next year. He met William Wallace and the Scots at Falkirk. William Wallace had a new idea to defeat the English Knights. I got an idea! He had his men use huge spears and stay close together like a hedgehog. The English horses wouldn't charge the long spears. But Edward had his own plan. (laughs) As well as English Knights he also brought Welsh archers. They shot arrows at the Scots. With just spears, the Scots couldn't shoot back. Uh Uh-oh. The arrows killed the Scots. Ow! When the hedgehog of Scottish spears was thinner, the English knights charged! (laughs) They crushed the Scots. William Wallace fled. Oh, no!
1: Afterwards, Wallace stopped being guardian of Scotland.
0: Edward had won the battle, but he had not won the war.
1: Inspired by Wallace, more Scots were rebelling. In particular, William Wallace was succeeded as guardian of Scotland by the powerful Scottish nobles Robert the Bruce and John Comyn. The nobles had not started William Wallace's rebellion, but they continued it after his defeat.
0: That's the story of our next episode what happened to william wallace
1: he traveled around europe for a few years then he returned to scotland but a scottish knight betrayed him to the english what's the matter with you he was put on trial in england for treason that's when you have betrayed your country and your king
0: but his country was scotland and Edward wasn't even his king.
1: That's exactly what William Wallace said. He said,
0: I could not be traitor to Edward, for I was never his subject. But the English court found him guilty. He was sentenced to the most horrible death. He was to be hanged, drawn and quartered. This is the disgusting bit. If you want to fast forward. I like the disgusting bits. They put a noose around his neck until he was nearly dead. Then they cut him down and woke him up. They tied him to a table in front of a crowd. Then they cut a hole in his tummy and pulled out his insides. Ouch! Then they burned them in front of him, all while he was still alive. Finally, they chopped off his arms and legs and his head. (laughs) They sent the different parts of his body to different cities and put them on spikes to warn people not to rebel against the king again. Did it work? No! And that's our next episode about Robert the Bruce.
1: We'd also like to share our new Patrons Club. We're still making free podcast episodes every week. Now we've got bonus episodes available too. You can access them by becoming a patron of History Storytime. All the details are on www.patreon.com forward slash Storytime. The link is in the show notes to this episode. Our first bonus episode is already online.
0: It's about the seven wonders of the world. Sleep tight.
1: Don't let the bed bugs bite.